You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 297, Tips for Reading Your Bible. And I'm recording this at the end of December 2020. We're moving into 2021. Uh, the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about setting goals and um, really setting ourselves up for success as we move into the next year. And I, I really think we'd be remiss if we did not talk about this important, important topic of what is going to be our plan for reading the Bible. Because if you're a, if you're a Christian, this is something you probably think about every year. Uh, every year you probably think, you know, I need to spend more time reading the Bible this year. And you have the best intentions, but without a plan, we we really end up uh, usually, you know, lost somewhere around Malachi or Jeremiah or Hosea. What You know, you know what I'm saying? We, we get lost. It's without a plan... Um, you know, the pe- without a vision, the people perish, and and without a plan, we don't have a roadmap to get anywhere. So I want to talk about um, having a plan for reading the Bible this year, really setting ourselves up for success. I'm going to give you several different ways to approach your Bible reading, give you some tips that are going to help you. But first, I want to let you know the resource highlights for this episode, and they go right along with what we're talking about, are my book, Miracles in Mark. Uh, Miracles in Mark is a great tool to use in your Bible study. We go through each of the miracles, each of the supernatural things that are present in Mark's gospel. We talk them down, we break them down, we look at how they can be applied to our lives and uh, really give us some, some great tools to use. And it's excellent for personal Bible study and for small group study. But not just the book Miracles in Mark. I also have a course to go along with it, a video course um, that, that I really... Listen, I know you'll love it. Um, click on the link. Take a look at it. It's video-based. There's over 20 uh, short videos. They're all 10 or 15 minutes that go along with the course. Uh, there's questions. There's um, you know little ex- quizzes that are that are given throughout you know the, the the material. I mean, it's a bona fide course, but again, it's set up so that you can use it for individual Bible study or for small group study. So check it out. I know you'll love it. Well, all right. What is going to be your plan for reading the Bible in 2021? As Christians, we know we need to spend more time in God's Word. We know uh, God's Word 
has the power to change us. We know God's Word, um, as the writer of the Hebrews said, it's living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. As Paul said in 2 Timothy 3.16, it's it's God-breathed, it's inspired, it's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training us in righteousness. So, so we know that we need to spend time in God's Word, but, but so often life gets in the way. And so this isn't to make anybody feel guilty. This is just to kind of say, all right, what's going to be our plan as we move forward? So the first thing, and this is, this is a plan, and this is what so many people do, especially if they're a new Christian or new to reading the Bible, is they just start from the beginning. Start with Genesis and just move through the whole Bible. And, you know, that's a great way, if you can stay with it, that is a great way to get a great overview of the entire scriptures, all 66 books. You start in Genesis, you end in Revelation. And the problem with that plan is most people do really good in Genesis. Genesis is fascinating. It's so exciting. Exodus the, the first part of Exodus, my gosh, Moses, the, the deliverance from Egypt, the plagues, the parting of the Red Sea, it's so powerful, it's so exciting. But by the end of Exodus, now we're talking a lot about the law, we're talking, you know, God has given the law and, and, and the setting up of the tabernacle, and then from Exodus you move into Leviticus, and you know, most people never recover from Leviticus because it's on um, sacrifice, it's, it's the different laws of sacrifice, and uh, then you move into Numbers, which has some great, great history, some great stories, but then there's a lot of genealogies. And, and you know, if you can just push through and, and get into Deuteronomy again, there's some great stories recounting God's deliverance of His people. And then you move into Joshua and Judges, and they're so good. The the history, the stories, it's so exciting. It's it's riveting. It's just, it really is great material. But again, so many people get bogged down the end of Exodus, into Leviticus, and then into Numbers. So um, I wonder, maybe there's there's some better ways. I'm going to give you four more. Um, if you're if you're a start at the beginning kind of person, go for it. I just encourage you to stay with it when it gets a little tough. The second thing that I would suggest is the one year Bible. Now this is something our church has been doing for for the last I don't know three four years or so. Um, we've been giving people. Uh, a one-year Bible, anybody who asks for one will give it to them. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I never thought I would enjoy reading the Bible in this format, but I have to admit, I really, really have. And so what the one-year Bible does is it gives you uh, an excerpt from the Old Testament. Um, and it starts at the beginning, as we just talked about. But it gives you a short passage. If you read January the 1st, here, let me pull my one-year Bible here. If you start on January the 1st, here's what it's going to look like. You're going to be reading a short passage from Genesis. Uh, you'll be reading Genesis. Let's see, what are we reading? So this is January 1st. You're going to read Genesis 1, 1 through 225. So you're basically going to read two chapters of Genesis. Then you're going to jump over and you're going to read uh, chapter 1 1 of chat to chapter 2 2 of Matthew. So you're getting you know, a great segment from Genesis. You're getting a great segment from Matthew. Uh, you're going to read Psalm 1 and you're going to read Proverbs 1 1 through 6. 
And the beauty of the one-year Bible is if you stay with it, you will work through the whole Bible in an entire year. And the the beauty of it is even when you kind of get bogged down in you know, some of the, 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 the ones that we mentioned, Leviticus or maybe Numbers, you know that you're only reading a short passage and then you're going to be in the New Testament, then you're going to read a Psalm and a Proverb. And it's it's probably, even for an average reader, we're talking about 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes a day, you're going to work through the entire Bible. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a one-year Bible on Amazon so you can look at it, take a look. Um, if you click on it and buy it, that's great. Amazon will show me a little bit of love. That's awesome. But um, I really recommend taking a look at it. It is a wonderful, wonderful way to to get an overview of God's Word in a year in a really uh, digestible format. Now, do you ever get behind? You know, look, I get behind sometimes. Um, I recently went to, uh, to to the Democratic Republic of the Congo and I was having to pack lights. So um, I left my one-year Bible at home. I took my other Bible and, you know, I got behind. But when I got home, I was able to catch up. But you know what? If you don't want to catch up, just open to the date. If you get behind and, you know, you get going in January and you're doing great in February, but you know in March you fall a little behind, no problem. Pick up the Bible, open it to today's date, and start from there. You don't have to catch up. Jump in right where you're at and keep going because I promise it'll help you. So the one-year Bible is a great tool. Another tool, another great tool to help you with reading the Bible is a chronological reading plan. Now, I use one of these for the New Testament. I've never used it for the entire Bible, but I know people who do and absolutely love it. And what it does is it follows a a historical chronology of the Bible. Now, the fascinating thing about the Bible, and this is something some people don't realize, is the Bible is rooted and grounded in history. So much of the Bible can actually be dated or at least come close to it. And, you know, the Bible is not one of those books that, that, that you know, starts off, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far away or once upon a time. I mean, there's, 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 there's evidence throughout the Bible, um, Old Testament and New Testament, of when it was written in, 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 in specific um, markers that we can use to date it. So a chronological Bible actually takes you through the chronology. Um, it lines up the historical books with the prophetic books. Um, often we don't realize that that what's written in Samuel and Kings and Chronicles um, can actually be lined up with the prophetic writings that you you see later on in the the major and minor prophets. And so it lines all that up and just makes it easy to read. It also will fit in Psalms. Many of the Psalms were written by David. And they can actually be inserted into some of the historical sections of Samuel and King. So, so it's definitely worth taking a look at. Some people really enjoy that chronological reading. So that's number three. Number four, this is another tip for reading the Bible. Maybe you're new to reading the Bible and, you know, you, you, you just aren't sure about the Old Testament yet. Listen, if you're new to reading the Bible, start in the New Testament. Start in the New Testament. If you're not ready to tackle the one-year Bible, that's awesome. Start in the New Testament. You know, the New Testament's the story of Jesus, 
the story of salvation, the story of the birth of the church, and the spread of Christianity throughout the Roman Empire. And uh, I encourage anyone who's new to reading the Bible, start with one of the Gospels. Start with Mark. Start with John. Start at the very beginning. Start with Matthew. Read, read them right through. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then go into Acts and then into Paul's letters. It'll really give you a great foundation for your faith, and it'll prepare you down the road to maybe get into the, the New Testament or the Old Testament as well. You know, the interesting thing about the New Testament is it contains 260 chapters. Well, let's think this through. There's 365 days in a year. So if you just read one chapter of the New Testament every single day, you'd go through the New Testament one and a half times almost. And so this is something to think about. That's not too much to ask. You can read a chapter from the New Testament and, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. So I encourage you, maybe check this out. This is a great plan. Um, I've done this so many times throughout my life is, you know, I'll, I'll try and set a, set a goal for myself. I'll say, okay, you know, this year I'm going to read the New Testament through twice. And, you know, it's just a great way to get those truths deep inside your spirit. So, so reading the New Testament through is a fantastic way to get God's Word in your heart. And if you double up and read two chapters, three chapters, you'll go through the New Testament twice as well. And, you know, what a, what a great goal and how satisfying is that to see it come to pass. So just a quick review. We've got one more, but we just a quick review Talking about tips for reading the Bible. What are some great Bible reading plans? Um, obviously, start at the beginning. We mentioned that one. Number two is the one-year Bible. We talked about that one. You know the and and, and you know the beauty of this is in in the chronological Bible as well. That was number three. You know, if you like reading your Bible, you know, with paper, which I do, you can buy one. Or if you want to read it electronically, you know, the YouVersion app is a fantastic tool to use to read your Bible. And you can find all of these plans on there. There's a chronological plan, there's the one-year Bible plan, and you can still do it there electronically, so it's great. And then we mentioned the New Testament. If you're you're kind of new to your faith, or you just want to maybe really get grounded in the New Testament, you know, a chapter a day, and you'll read through the New Testament, you know, almost two times. You'll read a time and a half. And you double it up two or three chapters, and you'll, you'll do even more than that. But then the last one, the last one, and this is something that, that, that a lot of folks enjoy doing. We take the New Testament plan, where we're reading a chapter or two a day, and then we add to it the Psalms and Proverbs. You know, if you're just not ready to tackle Genesis, or you're not ready to tackle Isaiah or some of the other books in the Old Testament, you know, the New Testament, the Psalms, and the Proverbs are a great way to go. As we talked about the New Testament, it's going to give you the, the story of Jesus, the story of the church, and the story of the spread of Christianity. But then in the Psalms, we have, you know, many of them are written by King David and, and, and so many other great writers, and we, we find uh, so many wonderful prayers to take us into God's presence. Listen, it's seldom a week goes by that I don't spend time in the Psalms, you know, praying some of these Psalms back to God. Psalms are an incredible way to jumpstart your prayer life. If you're battling depression, there's Psalms in there to talk about it. If you're happy, you're joyous, there's Psalms in there to talk about it. If you're sick, there's Psalms that talk about it. Um, whatever you're feeling, 
the Psalms deal with that emotion somewhere and somehow. So I encourage you to do that. And then Proverbs. You know, Proverbs is the wisdom book. There's 31 chapters in Proverbs. And if you read a chapter a day, you'd read um, through Proverbs every single month. And you know, what, what, what a great plan that would be is one year you say, you know what, this year I'm going to read the Psalms, the Proverbs, and the New Testament through regularly. You know, if you're doing that with Proverbs, it'll take you, you know, 150 Proverbs, or excuse me, 150 Psalms. And, you know, so that'll take you about five months to, to, to work through all the Psalms. So you can easily work through the, the book of Psalms, you know, two and a half times or so through the year, Proverbs 12 times, and then the New Testament once or twice, depending on what you want to do. So this is a great way to read your Bible and to get it into you. Now, here's the key to reading the Bible. First of all, it's not something that, 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 that we just tick off the list. Um, if we do that, we're going to be very limited in what we get out of it. It's got to be something we enjoy and something we're passionate about. And Ask God to give you a hunger for His Word. As we move into 2021, ask God to really give you a passion, a thirst for His Word. And, 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 and then it won't be dry. It'll be something you look forward to every single day. But the key here is to do something. Let's make sure every day we spend some time in God's Word. Um, whether it's a chapter a day or a few verses a day, do something. Make a commitment to yourself and to God that you're going to spend time in His Word every day. And then let's see what happens in our lives. Because what I think you're going to find is um, really some, some significant and intense spiritual growth if you're willing to to put that time into God's Word. Well, friends, I'd love to hear from you. Those are five reading plans. Number one, start at the beginning. Number two, the one-year Bible. Number three, a chronological reading. Number four, the New Testament by itself. And then number five, the New Testament with the Psalms and Proverbs. Well, maybe you've got another plan. I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment in the comment section for this post. And, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Also, while you're there, make sure you sign up to get my blog and my free newsletter. It's great to stay in touch with you. Well, friends, thanks for joining me, and I will see you next week on Leading and Learning.